So, welcome to You Be Known. I am Ripstone. I have a special get. I don't know why I did that. I really don't know why I did that. That was stupid, right? Oh, well. Was it dumb? I liked it. Always. Did y'all like it? That's just what we did. It was super, super <laughs> stupid, man. So, uh, like I said earlier, the beer has been flowing. I apologize. I have a co-host today who has hosted before, but he is co-hosting with me today on You Be Known. Draven Lee, what's up, brother? What is going on, brother? It's been a while. Man, I miss you it's so good much. Good to see you. It's good to see you outside. What's been going on? Anything exciting? We need to finish your story, too? We need to finish my story. A little update. I am up for promotion right now at my job. Hey, I was wondering, since I can put you on the spot, would it be okay if Wifey hosted your story? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I hosted hers. It's only fair. Yeah. It's no. only fair. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. We have to include her. Yes. We got to. So we have a special guest. Yes, we do. We have Clay with us. Clay? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's nice to see you all again. Yeah. And we, uh, Well, I've been here all day. You see <laughs> me every day. That's true. But uh, I have something that I would like to talk about on this, and it's the fact that of the bandwagoner. The bandwagoner. The bandwagoner. Because nothing pisses me off more. As a Texas kid that grew up in a small town in Alabama that was either... Are we Al- talking sports? Yes, sir. We are talking <laughs> sports. That's all I know how to talk. It is true. And uh, we're talking about either Alabama football fan or Auburn football fan. And, y- you know, that, that can only go one way as a young kid. And growing up and then moving to the state of Texas, which I am from, football is not what it is here that it is in the rest of the world. Of course. Or the rest of the United States. It ain't no, the no. same. No, no, no. Texas football is completely different than anything I have ever seen It's anywhere. a religion. It is it a religion. I feel like it really no, is No, no, I religion. agree. So, and, wait. So, Clay, hold on, hold on. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. Go ahead. I apologize. Not I'm no just kind of that way. If, if you know Draven for a long yeah. time, when you got a point, you got a point. Yeah. And yeah. Let's 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 do this first off. Okay. So your story starts where? Technically, the story starts as a young kid in Texas. Okay. Young so you mother. Were born in you were born in yes, Texas. I was born in Texas. Okay. In north part of Texas, near Sherman, or uh, Sanger. My apologies. Sanger. Okay. It's Sanger. And then my mom was very young when she had me. She had a boyfriend that they were 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, right? And my grandma... Well, so your mom was 19 when she had you? No, she was 14. Oh, she had him very young. She yes. was 14? 14. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, keep going. No, 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 I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I, I just... I'm, my equipment, bro. I gotta keep I this got going. And from the time that I can remember, it was me and my mom uh-huh. against everything. And well, we lived in Texas, we lived in Oklahoma, I grew up around football, that's how it was. Yeah. And then when I moved to Alabama, it was, well, you're short, you're stocky. You moved to Alabama with your mom? Yes. Okay. My grandmother met a very well-known horse trainer at 
we we won't say names. No at, no names. At Fort at the at the what is it? The State Fall Fair. Fort. No, the State Fair. Uh, okay. She met okay. him at the State Fair. All right. I'm going with this. Okay, and he was a horse trainer, and she was a waitress at Clark's, which is a very well-known barbecue restaurant in a small town in North Texas. In Tioga, Texas. Tioga, Do you Texas. know why I know what Tioga, Texas is? Because they got some damn good barbecue. No. That is the birthplace of Gene Autry. That is correct. Okay. Thank you. So, okay. I, and I know Clark's barbecue, too. Oh, Clark's got some, some good stuff. Clark's got some... Yeah. That's legit. I'm yeah. not from this area. I'm but, not from that area. And you know Clark's Barbecue. I do barbecue. know Clark's Barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, to cut go. a long story short, they okay. met, whatever, blah, blah, blah. My mom had Were me. you living with your grandmother? Well, you see, the funny thing is, is when she met him, they got pregnant, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, well, my mom was pregnant, too. So, me and my aunt were born at relatively the same time, like... Two weeks apart. Okay. No, that's that's not that's that's not normal. Well, when, yeah, I think you know, mom's fourteen. Her mother has been number one thirty four, thirty five. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Well, so. my my mom, my mom, my mom's cousin. She, she or she had a niece that was seven years younger than her. I have a niece that's uh, fourteen months younger than me. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's not. It, it's that's, not oh, okay. Yeah, it sounds weird when you talk about it, but once you really, think I guess about when you it, put it the way you put it, yeah. it sounds it, weird. It does but, sound weird. Okay, go ahead. But so you moved to Alabama. We did, we did, and my grandpa was a fantastic horse trainer, and me being <laughs> as tall as I am, built like I am, realistically, I could have rode bulls. I could have, whatever. Did that interest you? And not as much as sports did. Okay. And, and my grandpa was a six-one lefty that could have went to the ma- went to college to play baseball, and he decided to train horses and be a veterinarian. And that's how that went down. In it. Oh yeah. Oh, by far. But growing up, my grandpa, like I said, he's my grandpa, so he's old school. He's this and this and that and whatever. As likely as you can see it, we lived out in the middle of fucking nowhere. We. What was your emotional state at that point, though? What Were you happy with that? How old were you? I was, from the ages between, I was in 2001, so I was five. Okay. Up until my eighth grade year of school. Okay. So, and you were you were happy with this? Oh, perfectly fine. Were you living in a rural area, country? Very, very rural. Okay. Very rural. That's, that's cool, though. Our, our house was basically... Uh, half mile to three quarters mile off the nearest road. So you're saying you didn't have a shitty childhood no, or anything like not that? No, nothing like that. It was just... You had everything you you needed? Yes, okay. I did, but it was very old school. It was very... Well, West, you're a child. You, yes, you, yeah. you, yes. So what what is the old saying? Uh, it was very Western, to put it. Oh, it's... Um, you were to be seen and not heard, yes. right? basically. Okay. I was to... Ride the horses that my grandpa mm-hmm. couldn't get on because, well, he's he was he wasn't old, but he was older. Getting bucked off at that age meant a lot more to him than it did me. I heal a lot faster, whatever. And he just didn't want to do it. Well, pretty much, yes, yeah. he did. No, I feel young back. Yeah, but, but, hell yeah. But going back to what I love, yes, I would I would ride horses. I would get my ass bucked off. I've landed on a couple fences. I've been flipped over on. I've done just about all of it but realistically when me and my grandpa would go out and granted he was a full-time driver for ups 
Damn. And, and still did all and that? And still did that. And every weekend on Saturdays, we would go out to horse shows, and I ran barrels, and his daughter did pleasure. Damn. Very okay. So. Yes. So he worked, and not even to, to not, well, what's, fuck, what's the word, uh, discredit that. Yeah. But he would work however long it was at UPS. Yeah. Full-time driver. Oh, shit, yeah. 50 years old, you're picking up shit that weighs God knows what. The truck's hot as hell. You can say fuck. Fuck. The truck is hot as fuck, and then you're having to deal with dogs chasing you, fucking kids. He's had kids throw rocks at his truck as he's drove by, whatever. And he still come home and taught me the basics to baseball. Baseball? Baseball. So, yes. okay. So, you're sitting... So, you already have that work ethic built into you. Yes. And then... On top of that, you already have a father figure in your life. I do. And growing up at the age that I grew up with, with my mother, the age that she was, a father figure was something that you, it, it was rare. And and definitely something that needs to be instilled. Yes, it definitely needs to be instilled. And that's one thing that I wish I could press upon grown men, grown women, 20, 30 years older than I am, is that... I know how it feels to grow up without a father as a young man wanting to play football, do this, do that, work, work out, whatever it may be, that you don't have to be the the, the husband right. to a kid. You, y'all can be separated, and you can still be co-parents that raise the best kid and that knows that they're loved. It's completely different. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's completely think, fucking different. Well... I'm a little partial because, for those of you who don't know, if you remember from my last story, I told you guys I have five kids. Well, Clay is one of my children. I am. Clay is my middle child. And it's amazing knowing his story like this because I, was, I wasn't there when he was born, but I, his aunt and I are very, 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 very good friends. And you actually know his aunt, too. I will tell you later. But... Seeing Clay go, especially when he was born, and then leaving, and then coming back and seeing him, because he came into our lives, he was about 16. 17. 16, 17, a, he was still in school. Junior in high school. Well, 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 hold on, hold on. I want to hear that, but let's get back to, okay, so you went to your 8th grade year yes. in Bama. Yes. And that's what, 13. Yeah. It was twelve thirteen. Twelve thirteen was, was the school year. So it and was. and school. Tell me, tell me, tell me a little bit about school. Just just sum it up. Okay. And well, not to get off topic with this, but the re- I think this whole podcast is kind of one of those things that just broadens off topic. Out. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It does. So so we're cool. Very and, much so. And so don't worry about being off topic. We're, That's we're fair. not we're we're not worried about okay, it. We well. we want your emotional state, and we want how you're feeling through all this, but we want everything else. Okay. Um, so to cut it short, my mother, like I said, was 14 to 15 years old when she had me. She went, she graduated high school with a baby. Hey, she, that's a strong woman, man. Very Mm -hmm. much so. And this, (laughs) I'm a laugh because, well, it's fucking funny, but this is a way it's bad, but it's not bad. When my mom was a kid, basically, because that's what she was, yeah. was a kid. Hell with, yeah. With a kid. Mm-hmm. And she would say, hey, Mom, me and my friends are going to do this. And it was, you're taking Clay. You're taking Clay with you. No shit. I swear to God. That's awesome. It's very much so. And 
going into high school, like middle school and all that shit, I never drank, never had a cigarette, didn't do anything until I was in high school. And and I'm going to say the only reason I did what I did in high school is because, but that ain't the reason. That's I'm, peer I'm, pressure I'm, all I'm, that well, shit. I was a boy in high school. It's going to happen. Yeah. Regardless. But the fact that, or the, the point that I want to prove to whoever listens to this is the fact that I've been around kids with strict parents. Yeah. I have been around kids with not strict parents that didn't give a fuck. And I've been around parents like my own that, where are you going? Shit, I could say, don't judge me, but I could have said, I'm going to have a threesome with these two chicks. I'm 100% sure anybody that listens to this podcast is not going to judge you for that. Yeah. Touche. Well, I could have said some shit like that. You know what my mother would have said? What? Call me. Tell me. I'm coming home or I'm staying here. Yeah. And <laughs> do you need a condom? That, I mean... And uh, that's... that's. Really, I mean... And that is a point that I would love to put, put across every person that has a kid in middle school or high school. The bigger you make it, the worse that you make it seem, even if it's going to a party and getting drunk. The worse you make that, the bigger deal that you make, the worse... Or the more they're gonna to want to do it. My Absolutely. mother, my mother said, I, "I mean, I'm I'm unbiased on this. I don't know. I have children, so I don't I don't really know. Um, I do. How old are you now? Twenty two. Twenty two. Yes. So that's it's it's interesting that you say this. This is turning out to be a hell of a podcast. The, <laughs> a lot more interesting than than because." We were talking earlier, and yeah, I was like... Yeah, about not, nothing. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, where are we going with this? That's interesting. Um, so, let me ask you this. Okay. In 10 years, you okay. have a baby. I do. Okay. Boy or girl, because I don't mean to sound sexist, but that has a lot to do with it coming from a father. <laughs> it really does. I'm sorry, and it's, it's sexist as fuck, and I'm a piece of shit for that, whatever, but it matters to a father. This is my kid. I am not. I love him. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm digging the shit out of this. Okay, all right. We're gonna go back to your story. Okay. What do you want? And I, so, eighth grade. Uh huh. Bama. Yes. Come back to Texas. Yes. Because. Don't don't tell anybody where you're from or no, anything and like I'm that. Not but say you names, moved. But... I don't know what brought you back or what brought y'all back yeah what brought you back here what brought us back was like i said earlier in this podcast my mom was very young Mm -hmm. she split up with her boyfriend that we were living with that he was a great guy to me he was it it is what it is and you dug him though yes i did yes do you still have contact with him uh somewhat not really but that's cool though that's cool though yes because like i said my mom was very young and there was there's boyfriends. No, like there yeah. is. We get at, it. No, at no, no. Anybody that age, there's boyfriends. No, I, I, I'm 100% with you. Exactly. I get it. I get it. Exactly. So you come here because they broke up. No. We lived here when they, we lived in Oklahoma on the dairy. Doing great, whatever. They broke up. We moved back. We moved to Alabama because, like I said earlier, my grandma that met my grandpa that was a horse trainer. A horse trainer. Uh-huh. And a judge and great guy. Yeah. Fantastic fucking person. Yeah. His family was from Alabama. Oh, okay. So when, okay, okay, so when okay. my grandma and grandpa got together, they moved back to Alabama. All right. And then when 
my mom, like I said, very young, broke up with her boyfriend, realistically at 18, 19, 20 years old with a kid, what are you supposed to do? Really, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you go... I had my first baby at 28 and I was still too young, so I don't even know. So you can either live out of a hotel or an apartment, making ends meet, barely getting along, or you can accept the fact that something has happened, it may have been your fault, it may not have been your fault, but well, fuck, it's there. Yeah. Which is a baby. It's there. There's no getting rid of it at that point. I mean... She I mean, I've tried to sell my children. You just can't. My mom got offered a million dollars to <laughs> That's take... That's a joke. No, I'm not joking. My mom got offered a million dollars to take me from her. My mother, at 15 years old, turned down a million dollars to take care of her son. Gotta love your kids, man. Uh, Very yeah. much so. Okay. And I'm sorry, I'm getting you're fine. Yeah, you're, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. We, we... You, like, hey, this is how this rolls, man. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. We're, we're... You should... No, we're, we're going to introduce you to the podcast world, brother. So here's where I want to go with it now. Okay. okay. So we are, you're here. Yes. And you're going through school. I'm what, going so through school. So you started your freshman year here? Uh, wait, what? Was it your you, freshman year here? And when I moved back in yeah. college? In college or high school? High school. When I first met them, I was a... I was about you. Yes. No, you. When you moved back. Oh, when I... Like the last time? Yeah. Like most recently? Yes, I, I'm a freshman in you're college. Fresh, yes. Okay. okay, so yes. a freshman in college, so you're 19. 22. No, he's a freshman in high school whenever they moved back here the last time. No, I was a junior. Was he a junior? No, we were seniors because y'all come to our graduation. Yeah. And I barely knew y'all. But yes. And that is another branch off that I would love to make a point. I'm not going to make a conversation about it. I'm going to make a point about it. Why not make it? a conversation about it? We're well, sitting we here can. doing a podcast. Touche. I am 22 years old. I'm a, a male that lives with two gay men. And I cannot stress the fact Wait, of Draven, you're gay? Last time I checked, yeah. <laughs> Last time I checked, he was too. Him, I call them my gunkles, which in my language stands for my gay uncles because that's what they are. They're okay. my gunkles. All right. All right. Let's 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 get back on to cuz I know we're bouncing big time. We are bouncing well, we we're kind of drinking. Just, yeah, we, we are drinking. Yeah. So, when did you come back to here? Okay, are you asking? Because I live here now with them. Are you asking when I moved back or the first time that I met them? Not the first time. No, no. He don't worry about them. Yeah. Draven, Draven, Draven is is another chapter. Okay. Draven is only here to make you feel comfortable. And because I want him introduced as a co-host on this, because I think that's probably okay. going to be a, a new thing. Okay. Podcast world. Podcast so, world. Just throwing that out there for Just y'all. throwing that out there, world, that he might be starting to co-host a few of these with me more so and more. I think what Rip is asking is, what age were you when you moved back here when you were still in like high school? Okay. Yeah. Um, that's in, in, that, in high school. So... or. See, that's a tricky question because I first met y'all. It's not about me. It's not about them. It's about it's about here. About being here. About being okay in this town that we're in right now, which we will not say. Okay, being in this town, like I said, I was born around this area. I uh, moved to Alabama. I played football, played baseball, went to school, all that good stuff. Learned how the 
the cultural shock of Alabama is because the, the, the town that I lived in was very small, very redneck. We had probably 12 black people in our school. And what... That's and th- 12 more than you had in mine. Okay, <laughs> that touche. But that, that is what taught me something, is because before I met... Draven. Draven and his husband. Yeah. Hubby. I, his hubby. Hubby. My gunkles. But before I met them, I went to a school that was mostly white rednecks. That's what it was. But we had black kids at our school, and nobody treated them any fucking different than you would if they were fucking purple, yellow... Okay orange, whatever, and that shaped me as a person, because now I'm in the life of Draven, which is a gay black man. He's not just black in today's society. He's not just gay in today's society. He is black and gay in today's society. I'm actually what they call high yellow. He is. I'm a little mixed. He's I'm, very, a little, I'm a little Oreo. Yeah, he is. He looks like a Mexican. I do. I passport too. But, that and most people with their young kids feel uncomfortable having their kids around someone who has the same sexual drive orientation 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 of their same sex okay hold on okay okay so all right we're gonna we're gonna do this and we're gonna slow down for just a minute we're going we're going we're, we're going bonkers and we're bouncing around a lot very much so so here i squeaked when i went Little a bit. Squeak. Squeak. Yeah, man. I have lost my acorn. Squeak, squeaking. Squeaker, squeak. Squeak. Squeaker, squeak. Squeak. That'll pick up. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> so we're not going to restart it, but. Which, damn, I can't believe I squeaked. <laughs> um, hey, it could have been worse. I mean, <laughs> you could have spewed. <laughs> Clay. Yes, let's sir. talk about this. All right. All right. What, what, you, what you got for me? I want to talk about. The emotional state okay. that you're in. So you already said you had a sick childhood, that it was awesome. That it was yes, good. Yes. For, for what I went through, it was great. Yeah. Oh, hell I mean, yeah. It, yes, it could have been better. Well, fuck, anybody could ask for better. Of course. So. You can't ask for... When, you, when you're happy, you can't really that's, ask that's for better. That's all that matters. So, okay, let's talk about a little bit into your... Let's talk about the awkward years. The 15, 16, 17. Okay. Let's talk about that. Okay. Where are you at? Um, I mean, obviously you're, don't say the town, but are you Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama? When I was... Schools. Okay, so 7th, 8th grade, which is any normal kids, especially if That's a horrible. boy is the, horrible. either worst oh. or great time of your life. Horrible. So, 7th grade year, all that mattered to me was playing sports because, well... That's what me and my grandpa had in common, was baseball, which is just sports in general. And I tried out for football. The The guy that was the coach of the receivers, that which I am, I was a receiver, I <laughs> beat the shit out of his kid in middle school, and he did not like me. Yeah. So, therefore, I did not make the team, which is funny as fuck, and I love to look back on it because... I get to say I was an eighth grader, first year playing football, had 13 touchdown catches and more two-point conversions than I can count. So that, that ended up great. But the way that I ended up 
back in Texas because I know that's a big focal point of this is how I ended up. It's not about to be, but go ahead. Okay. The way that I ended up back in Texas is when I moved to Alabama, it was me and my mom. Mm -hmm. We moved there. Um, I was eight years old, and my mother comes up to me and says, I'm pregnant. You're going to have a little brother, little sister. I was in fifth or sixth grade at the time. Uh, eight years old? You've yeah. been so fourth grade. Fourth grade. Third grade, so actually. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, and the fact is, is my mom was tw 24, 25 years old, I want to say. Damn. And my stepfather, which he passed away in front of me when I was a seventh grader basically died in my arms which is something I would prefer not to go into detail to but I want everybody to know where I'm coming from he was, why do you not want to go into detail about that because I'm still at 22 years old learning how to deal with that okay and he was he was my mother or my sister's dad okay and he was a greatest person I've ever met in my life now, granted, he has got he got in trouble a couple times. Went doesn't matter if you get in trouble. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, but he was doing it trying to help somebody and got caught in a sticky situation. Okay, you, you, okay. We talked about. All right, I'm. I don't know how to say this without being a dick, but you ain't got to worry about being. A, yeah. We talked about this. Yes. So we. Just be straight with me. I need to know. He wants to know what happened. What happened? To your sister's dad. Okay. Uh, it was 4th of July. Mm-hmm. 2000 and... It doesn't matter. Whatever. I was a 6th grader, I want to say. Okay. And my whole, my side of the family, when we moved to Alabama, I was not blood-related to anybody but my grandma and my aunt. Yeah. Was not blood-related to anybody. My mom, my... Or, I'm sorry. My grandpa was building a covered riding arena so you could ride horses while it was raining. Whatever. Horse. The guy that was building it, his name was... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But him and my mother hit it off. He was quite a bit older than my mom was. Like, quite a bit. But if you love each other, you love each other. Age ain't nothing but a number. Exactly. over 18. Completely. <laughs> when I would... Just throwing it out there, y'all. As yeah. long as you're over 18. And when my sister was very young, or even right before she was born, my stepfather was a contract man. He could do, he could lay sod, he could do your plumbing, he could do electrical, he could put your roof on, he could build your whole goddamn house if that's what you wanted to do. He's a man of means by no means. And was a perfectionist. If it wasn't perfect, he wasn't done. So they lived together, we were happy. My mother got pregnant. He treated you well. Oh, fuck. Dude, you don't even know. Yeah. Have you ever heard the term uh, squirreling out? Yeah. So when... Explain the term, Okay. Uh, so my representation of the term squirreling out is my stepfather. We're coming back from working. I was... Fuck. I was five, six, seven years old. I've been on a roof putting shingles down, tearing shingles off, putting metal roof on, whatever the fuck it... I've been under houses, leveling houses with a jack. Yeah. And he was the kind of guy that one night, it was 
fuck it was 8, 9, 10 o'clock when we left this site, which we were building a house. And we left. It was him, myself, and my mother. We're driving down the road, and, he, and it was when one of George Strait's albums, it was the day that his album first dropped, which was when everybody still listened to CDs instead of, yeah, of all that shit. And he said, hey, talking to my mother, he said, hey, we're going to stop at Walmart so I can get this new George Strait album or CD. And my mother said, okay, go ahead. We show up, and it was, I don't know, it was probably a month before my birthday. And he, we show up at Walmart, and he says, hey, Clay, come in with me. You know, you, you want to go. I'm like, okay. So we get out. My mother stays in the car. We go in, and <laughs> he grabs his George Strait CD, which, because that's what he said he was going to do. Now, of course, that ain't all he said, which is the term squirreling out. You got excited about something and bought your stepson something that he didn't need or deserve. That's squirreling out. I got you. That's that's a fair representation. That is a definite. Yes. That's exactly. Yeah, very much so. Absolutely. So we stopped at Walmart to buy a CD, and we ended up getting one of those. Uh, so you know what a street bike looks like, like a ninja. Of course, yeah. But the little miniature version that yeah. had a battery. What were they called? Crotch rockets. Yeah. Yeah. A little battery okay, powered yeah, crotch yeah. rockets. Yeah, of course. We stopped and we go in and I'm thinking, you know, we're getting a George Strait CD. Hell yeah, I like George Strait. Of course. My stepdad looks like George Strait. And we go in, we get it, and we go over to the toy section, which is where the fucking Hot Wheels or whatever, whatever you want to call them, the Jeeps and the trucks and whatever. Of course. And we grab this crotch rocket that's battery powered that will run. 45 miles an hour with somebody on it that weighs 100 pounds. I was nine years old. Sign me up for that yeah, party. Yeah, fuck, yeah, it was. And you should have seen the look on my mom's face when we got back to I the car. I could only imagine. Oh, she's pissed. It wasn't the fact that she was pissed, per se. I mean, she wasn't happy, but she wasn't mad. I know Wifey would be pissed yeah, about that shit. But <laughs> the look on my stepfather's face, which explains a lot to the person I am today, he didn't care how mad she was because he knew how happy I was. He was it. your he was your dad. Oh, very much so. And the I knew him for probably four or five years. And like I said, he always got in trouble doing shit that he thought was right and that would help somebody, but he got stuck in a shitty, sticky situation to where he went to jail. Okay. okay. He went to jail. I was eight, nine, ten years old. My little sister was one or two. I don't remember. This was quite a while ago. And it's just us and my mother and my grandparents eventually because, well, we... Right. Yes, you got to move. Exactly. got to make an income. And, well, he ended up getting out of prison or jail or, I don't, I, like I said, I was young. I don't remember. He was gone for a while. That's all I remember. What's a while? A couple years. Okay. Like two, three, four years. Okay. Somewhere in there. I'm not 100% sure. I just remember when he come back, it was... What was it? Fantastic, in a way. Yeah. It was perfect. I mean, he did everything and anything to make me, my mother, and my little sister happy. Yeah. I mean, he would work 48 hours at a time. Yeah. And do what he needed to do. And, well... And he was finding work, and he was doing... Oh, all, yeah. And it was honest work, right? Yes, okay. honest work. Hey, I'm just, just asking. No, it was, and that's a very valid question because, well, you didn't know him, but I did. And, yeah, yeah, of course. So Everybody can be shady. Yeah, so... But, um, okay. What had happened was, I was 
going into my eighth grade year, so I was 15, 14, 15 years old. We'll go with that. And it was the 4th of July, middle of the summer. I remember, I remember this day like it was yesterday. I stayed with a friend that we went to horse shows together. Okay. He lived like an hour and a half away in some oh, big damn. town. Yeah. I went with him and his mother and his older sister, and we all went to a summer camp, but it wasn't really a summer camp because it was grown people, young people, it was everybody. It was There was like four pools and fishing and all, all that good shit. And the same time that I was going to that, my mother and my grandmother and my mother's little sister and my little sister went to or came came to Texas. Okay. To because that's where my side of the family yeah. is, is Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. come down we to visit. It. Yeah, they're saying their side yeah. lived over there, your side lived over Exa- here. Exactly. And my stepdad stayed there because he knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go with my buddy to the camp, have fun, and I needed because I was gonna be home before they got back from Texas. Okay. Okay, so I come home July 2nd or July 3rd, I want to say 2015, somewhere in there, and I come home, me and my stepdad, like, it was perfect, like, that nigga, you can say that that's nigga, fine, that nigga was my best friend, yeah, we would go out and hunt skunks with shotguns in the backyard, we would, everything, yeah, my best friend, greatest father figure I ever had other than my grandfather, yeah. And what happened was, so it was July 3rd. He says, hey, I think uh, the county is popping fireworks at the park, which he was working for a guy that had a barn. My horse was there. His horse was there. We were very country people, to put it in a way. And he says, hey, they're having fireworks at the park. It's a half mile up the road on some fucking side streets yeah basically so i jump on my horse he jumps on his horse and one of our one of the kids that was looked up to my stepfather the same way i did he was 17 18 years old and still looked at my stepfather the way that i looked at my stepfather so we're all was your stepfather in his 40s and my mom was in her he was i was gonna say from what i've heard he he graduated he graduated high school the same year my mom was born if that lets you know. So at least, yeah. at least 18 years to 20 at years least, older. At least, huh. at least 18 years. 18 at least. Okay, so... Alright, we had to pause for a second. So we were talking about your stepfather who, from the stories I've heard from you and your mother, was an amazing man. Yes, he was. And we were talking about 4th of July. Yep. Y'all were riding oh, horses okay. I got you. down yep. to watch the fireworks, yes, and we that's were. where we left off. We, walk, we rode horses down to the park in town because they were supposed to ha- be having a firework show, display, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, well, we ride down there. Everything's good. We show up. There's nobody there. There's no lots. There's no fireworks. There's nobody. So we're like, all right, well, fuck. We'll just go back to the barn. And my stepdad... My stepdad asked me, do you want to go the long way home and ride, or do you just want to go back home? And I said, I want to go the long way so we can ride. Like, I love riding horses. Let's go ride. He said, all right, bet, let's go. And 
so we exit the park onto another road which there's lots like you can see on this road okay and I remember like it was yesterday we're all riding and all I hear is hey there's a car coming okay we keep going five six seconds later y'all get the fuck out of the road so me and the guy that was with us we're on horses we fucking we get out of the road right so we're good we're in some yard of a house that just happened to be right there we're sitting there but unfortunately my stepfather the horse that he was on froze like deer in headlights and I remember watching him kicking this horse so hard his legs are straight out like he's doing splits kicking this horse with spurs on trying to get the horse out of the middle of the road and I remember seeing the truck hit the horse with him on it him bounce off the windshield roll over the top of the truck and land on the on, on the road at 10 years old Jesus Christ yep and I was the first one there I bailed off my horse did not care didn't tie the horse up didn't do a damn thing but jump the fuck off and take off running and I get there and he's laying on the ground on his back and I put my arm under his neck and I'm holding him like this and I guess the people that lived right there heard the crash and heard everything and the lady and her husband come outside and she grabs me and all I could say was it's kind of fucked up but all I could say was that's my little sister's horse that's laying in the middle of the road dying let alone my fucking stepdad that's laying there dying Yeah. And this lady comes out and she's like hey you don't need to see this come with me blah 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 whatever I kind of blacked out at that point I just remember like you're a child yes exactly you, I, you that's trauma yes so very much so so you you gotta stop at yes. that point and what happened happened the horse ended up being put down killed however you want to say I don't it. care about the horse man and well what had happened was is he realistically what had happened is the highest chance that he had at surviving was hitting the windshield when you get hit by a car your goal <laughs> is to hit the windshield because it gives but what had happened was is the horse was t like two or three inches too tall so when he got hit instead of ricoch ricocheting his whole body like a slingshot into the windshield it ricocheted shoulder down into the windshield and his head hit the top of the truck. So if you can think of you holding two pieces of metal out from each other with electricity running through them, you hold them a couple inches apart, you can see the electricity running between the two. So what had happened was is if you take two bars, I'm going to say, which is brain stems, and there's one in between them, like a puzzle piece it just got shifted so the brain Jesus stem Christ. yes the brain stem was not where it needed to be so theoretically speaking he was still alive but dead on contact a vegetable basically he was a vegetable. vegetable I remember walking in and I was not old enough to go into the ICU yeah I was not old enough but the given, trauma unit yeah. yes but given the circumstances of what had happened my mother told the nurses that I watched it happen 
I was the first one there, I was the one that held him, they let me in. And realistically speaking, I wish they wouldn't have because seeing someone that you love and look up to like that with, this is gross and fucked up, but with tubes running out of their dick and bags next to them and heart monitors and all that shit, it, it was fucked up, which... Okay. You're right. That's fucked up. Don't get me wrong. What? <clears throat> Were you angry? Yes. Were you... Sad? Yes. But more than anything, I blame myself. Why? No reason. Like, being grown... Or being grown and thinking back, like, I still blame myself, but I know that it wasn't my fault. There was nothing I could do about it. But the reason that I blame myself is because it was my idea to go ride horses. He was drunk. Now, he wasn't sloppy drunk. He had been drinking, whatever. And I made the comment, I want to go ride. Him him being the kind of person he was was not going to disappoint me. So, you know... Without a shadow of a doubt, though, that that's ridiculous. Yes, it was not my fault. There was nothing I could have done. Not a damn thing. You could have gone down a different road. Yep. And the same thing still could have And the same still thing could Very have Very much so. So why blame yourself? Because I was a preteen that did not know how to deal with something like that. But you still blame yourself. You just said it. Yeah, I still do. You're an adult now an adult. and still blame yourself for this? Yes, and it's... Is this, this, hold on, and and don't get mad at me. I'm not going to get mad. Is this the immaturity in yourself? Probably. Honestly, yes. Okay. Probably so. Because physically, emotionally, mentally, I know that it was not my fault. And it there's nothing I could have done. But being a preteen, not knowing how to deal with that, going back looking now, is you blame yourself, well... Not only am I not going to have my stepfather anymore, my little sister is not going to have her father anymore. My mother is not going to have her husband anymore. So at 12 years old, I had to grow up and be the man of the house. Yeah. And realistically, that has probably come back to this day as a negative because growing up like that, you have to do everything. You're expected to to do everything. So when you get the slightest bit of leniency or... I forgive you or anything like that you're going to take it because any other time it was you need to do this you need to do that you're expected to you're the man at 12 years old you are the man so it I worked my ass off as a kid all the way up until 8th grade worked my ass off stripping stalls I don't know how familiar you are with horses and the barn life very so you know what stripping a stall is yep Two and a half foot of nothing but piss and dirt layered with shit and shavings. Every day. Take the trash out. Every day. I was driving a tractor with a bush hog that was big mowing 12 acres of farmland because that's what we lived on. And that's what was expected of me. It was me and my grandpa and then my mom, my grandma, and my aunt. Which was, my, my aunt's the same age as I am. After he passed away and you're going through and you're doing all this work, mm-hmm. where's your emotional state at that? 
Were you mad still? Yes. Are you still mad today? At 22? At certain times. And it's nothing that somebody brings up or it's nothing that something happens. It's just, while I'm laying in bed, I've had a couple drinks and I start thinking about shit kind of thing. It's not that I'm depressed about anything or anything like that. It's just, well, when you're laying in bed by yourself, you start thinking about shit way too deeply than you need to. And that may be good, it may be negative, it's how you deal with it and your personal experiences with stuff like that. Is there negativity in your life now? Um, I'm going to say yes, just because I'm not 100% sure that it's a no. So I'm not the kind of person that's going to sugarcoat shit. That's not me. Where are you at emotionally in your life at this point, at 22? At 22? Um... It's been a tough road because, like I said, I was the man of the house. I worked my ass off, so therefore my mother babied me when she could because I did what I did. I was the man of the house. I took care of my little sister. I, I did what I had to do. So therefore, she took care of me and babied me a lot more than she needed to, which is fair. It's and fair. To this day, I'm, I'm still not, not the person I need to be. I'm the I'm the man that I know I can be and I'm going to be. Yeah. But it's not That's legit. It's not That's, it's not absolutely. the person that I am right now. Let's talk about your grandpa. Okay. Where's he at? They still live in Alabama. Okay. Okay. So it when when we moved to Alabama in 2001, I want to say, doesn't matter. My grandmother was in her 40s. Okay. Just had a baby. Same time me and my <laughs> I am, realistically, this sounds really fucked up. I'm three months older than my aunt. No, we went, no. Yes. We went over that. We, yeah. we know. So, so what, let's talk about your relationship with your grandpa okay. now. Now? Yeah. It's not what I want it to be because, well, like I, like I live in Texas, he lives in Alabama. It's not what it was. It's not what it should be because, well, if you know me and. I'm getting there. Rip. You're doing a good job at listening and trying to figure out, and I thank you for that. Hey. But Draven is the one that knows who I am. Yeah, and of I course. Am, He's I known you a lot, lot. Hell, exactly. I, I just kind of half-assed met you, so yeah. this is We've this met is what's once fun. before, and it was yeah. just kind of a it was just passing thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're busy, so y'all are yeah. just in and yeah. out of town. Exactly, and uh, the hardest part I have that I regret more than a lot is my inability to communicate with people because personally I've went six eight months without a cell phone at 20 years old how many 20 year olds you know that don't have a cell phone I don't know 10 year olds exactly I went several months without a cell phone no cell phone no social media no 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 snapchat no twitter no facebook no anything not even a phone you know how you got a hold of me you called my girlfriend that I lived with and she answered and would give me the phone. That's the only way you could get a hold of me. Because. Why though? I, I just. That's not me. That's not who I am. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm going to come see you. I'm going to come love you. No, no, no. I, we're not doubting your love. No, no. Uh, weird. That is one million percent. We're not doubting your love. We just find it weird that the 20 year old in this day and age that did not do. I'm not even finding that weird. Media. What I'm finding weird is. is you basically go into hiding. Pretty much. Okay. Now, it's, it's it's easier for me to deal with shit on my own 
than to let other people know and them feel bad for me or try to help me because then, therefore, it makes me feel like less of a man. And that's wrong because a real man will come okay. out and ask for help. A real man will ask for help if he needs it. Okay, so where are you at on that? Um, it just depends on who I'm talking to. That's understandable. Like, like Draven and his husband. Yeah. I will talk to them about anything and everything. Hell, I'll be stand, standing in the room with them and be like, hey guys, I'll be right back. I got to shit. That kind of thing. Like, Well, that's, that's how, not emotional, but, but I see what you're saying. That's the relationship that I have with yeah. them. And I love my mother, and I would, I, me and my mother have been best friends. And that goes back to a lot of how I am Still without the, exactly, without the social media, without the texting, without the whatever, because it was me and my mother and my little sister, and I was... 15, 16 years old, she trusted me with enough common sense that, hey, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to Bob's house. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So we need to get back into this. We need to, okay. No, I agree. Your story's badass. So it's fucking amazing. Let's get back into the grandpa thing. Okay. Because we bounced around a little bit. We have a lot. And so that's okay. That's fine. That's, That's what we do. We bounce around. Get back into the grandpa thing. Back to the grandpa thing. Yeah. He was uh, 45, 46 years old, working full-time at UPS no, no, as no. a driver. No, 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 no. I, I, now. Now. Oh, now. Yeah. Now. 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 Um, now. We got all that. We, we we know he's a hard-working man. He knows he's done all his shit. Person. How old is he now? And uh, where is where are you guys at? Because he was such a prominent figure in your life. And then your stepdad comes in, your grandpa's still there. Still there. So just as much as anything. Um let's 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 dive into that because I think I think you're missing something in your life in a relationship. Oh, I may completely. And I think and I'm no therapist. No. God almighty, I'm not. When I've talked to therapists, yeah, that shit don't always work. Yeah. So, so I think maybe we're going to have to figure that out because I think you're missing something here. Uh, you were 100% yeah. correct. So, so, so let's dive into that. What, 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 where's your grandpa at this, this um, we know he's in Alabama. Yes. He's, uh, what's today, Saturday? <laughs> um, he, I can already tell you what he did. He went either to, uh, the guy that he went to high school with. Or that guy's brother's house or his parents' house to watch the Alabama football game. Okay. That's where he's yeah, was fucking at. Right. I promise that's where he was so, at. So why so who who who's who who's at fault here of not reaching out? Because you go into hiding. Yes, I do. Very much so. It just depends on how you look at it, because if you look at it in the fact that, well, that's a grown ass man kind of thing. So are you. Exactly. Exactly. I have no sh- like. I have no shame to admitting anything. Like, okay. That's how it is. But is it more the distance factor that y'all aren't speaking now, or is there something deeper to the fact that you're not? Oh speaking? no, it has. It, there you go. No, it has nothing to do with anything that's went on between me and him. It's not just a distance. Da- yep. And it's well, you know me. I don't do, talk to anybody. Do, do you ever get to a point where you can't? Where you're sad? Or you're you're feeling emotional, where you're just not there. Who do you call? Do you call? I mean, obviously you call Draven. Obviously you call Hubby. Do you not call your grandfather? I don't call. I, 
The only person I call other than the ones that you just named off is that nigga sitting in there on the couch. Okay. My best friend. Okay. No matter what. That's, so. But I don't talk to people. I'm a recluse. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Like, Do you feel that that's a problem, though? I don't see that it's a problem. But you still... We've gone through your... Yes, and there are cer- certain situations... You that, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, there are certain situations that, yes, that is a problem. You are very much right. Okay. So you see what I'm saying here. You yes. Where, you see where I'm getting at here. I'm not... I'm not blaming you for anything. I'm not saying you're an ass. I'm not saying you need to do something. I'm not saying you need to do anything. All I'm saying is... Is that... When you get into that recluse... I'm I'm a sufferer of depression. Me too. Anxiety and depression. Okay. So... Have you ever thought... Instead of... Letting those demons and those dark clouds, I like to call them dark clouds. Take over you and control you? Yes. Yes, I have, and that has a lot to do with the person I am now because I am not the same person I was three months ago because you could have said, hey, I don't like Alabama as a football team, and I'd have punched you in the neck just because I didn't, like, that's how I was. Like, I did not, there was no in-between. It was zero or 100. When those dark clouds come in, where do you go? Well, recently I don't because I've been doing stuff that I need to do personally, and it it, it don't happen anymore. Yeah, like it, it don't happen anymore. I mean, yes, I still have dark thoughts and whatever. Of course, but you but once you figure out how to deal with it and to learn, you know how to talk yourself up or out of it or whatever the case may be. Who do you lean on in life? Uh. Draven and Hubby. Yeah. Yeah. Where? Okay, and we're gonna wrap this up because we're getting on yeah. almost. It's almost we're two hours. Yeah. yeah, this is a long so, one. So, so, what does your future hold? And and who's in your future? Uh, who is in my future is the people that I am with now. And of course, well, I may meet a wife or girlfriend or what the fuck ever. That's a given, but. I am going to school to be a welder. I want to, because I love working with my hands. I'm good with working with my hands. And I want to go to welding school. I want to make good money. I want to provide for my family. And God damn it, that's what I'm going to do. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's what's going to fucking happen. What's funny is is you hear people say stuff like that. And you're like, oh man, get the hell out of here, man. Shit. Him? After all this, after all the... The shit you've gone through, <coughs> I ain't gonna lie. At only 22. That's gonna happen. That is gonna happen. And I could have went to college. To, I had a scholarship to play baseball. I had a scholarship <laughs> to play football. And I didn't do it. I, I didn't do it. I couldn't tell you why. I have no idea. But no. I'm gonna work my ass off and I'm going to school and whatever the fuck needs to happen is gonna happen. I don't care. If you're happy, that's, that's all that matters. matters. Because the more you, the happier you are with yourself, the happier you're going to be with your life. That's it. I mean, so that's 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 that's, that's literally yeah. it. Yeah. All right, Clay. Thank you so much. Yes, that was sir, a high five. Time. Man, I want to thank you 
Draven for co-hosting this with me. Ray signing off. It has been an absolute pleasure. I can't wait to do this again. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by self. Thank you very much.